Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today we are continuing in Philippians chapter 2. We've been doing this for a few weeks. If you have not been with us, you can absolutely go back and listen and you can absolutely just listen to today's podcast. It will all make sense, I promise. We are on Philippians chapter 2 verse 4, but for the sake of context, I'm going to go back and read verses 1, 2, and 3. Because if you're listening real time, it's Monday. And that's what we do at the beginning of the week. (laughs) So Philippians chapter 2 in the Amplified Version reads as follows. Therefore, if there's any encouragement and comfort in Christ, as there certainly is in abundance, if there is any consolation of love, if there's any fellowship that we share in the Spirit, if there is any great great depth of affection and compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love toward one another, knit together in spirit, intent on one purpose, and living a life that reflects your faith and spreads the gospel, the good news regarding salvation through faith in Christ. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit through factional motives or strife, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourselves. And then this is our scripture for today. Verse four, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Amen. I don't know why, but I was captured by the word look in this verse. Today we're just focusing on the part of the verse that says, do not merely look out. And there was something about the word look that just really, I don't know, held my attention. So I, I, I explored it. I was going to say I looked it up. <laughs> I explored it in the original Greek. And I thought it was really interesting that when we think of like looking out for someone, there's so many layers to that statement. When we're looking out for ourselves, we are focused on ourselves, right? And so when I looked it up in Greek, it says to look at, observe, or contemplate. But it also says to fix one's eyes upon, direct one's attention to. And that made me think about what exactly does it mean when we look out for ourselves or when we look out for someone else? And I thought that's exactly what it means, right? Is that we're fixing our attention on them. Um, We're directing, excuse me, we're fixing our eyes on them. We're directing our attention to it. So like if you're a parent and you're looking after your children, you're looking out for your children, you're paying attention to them. You're watching them. You're observing them. You're making sure that they're not doing anything that's going to put them in harm's way. And I thought about how God is constantly looking out for us. He's constantly paying attention to us and observing us. And that made me think about, in the context of everything we've been reading in Philippians chapter 2, that our own natural fleshly nature is to focus our attention on ourselves. We've talked about this a lot in these podcasts. We are, by fleshly nature, (laughs) self-focused. We want to promote self. We're looking out for self, right? And you see that in our culture today, to look out for number one. And we think that number one is us. But if you are part of the Christian culture, and if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, then you know that you are not number one. Nope, you are not. (laughs) And if you are on social media and you see people posting about, oh, my number one, that that person's not number one either. It might be in the culture that that person's living in. But just because you love someone doesn't make them your number one. Our number one is God. God is our number one. And when we lose focus of that, everything else starts to unravel. But when we hold that focus that God is our number one priority, God is our number one focus, then everything else falls right into place. 
But going back to this idea of looking out for someone or for self, if we are going through this world focused on what we need and what we can get and how we can get it, then we very often are hurting others to get there. And so I love that Paul writes, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others, because we need to be mindful of what other people need if we're going to be pleasing to God and if we're going to um, be in healthy relationship with others. So I know that was a really long start for those of you who've been with us before, but we are going to pause and reflect. (laughs) Let's pause and reflect. Think about the people in your life who you recognize are looking out for you. And how does that make you feel when you feel or you experience others looking out for you? And we'll be right back. When I think about experience someone looking out for me, it always humbles me. It always makes me feel special and loved and cared for. And then it makes me want to be a better person. <laughs> and that might seem cheesy, but it really does. I think about how um, it also reminds me that the world is more good than bad. It feels like it's more bad than good, especially lately. But the world is really truly more good than bad. And I think about how, and if you've listened before, you hear me talk about my middle school students a lot because I work in a middle school. I think about how there are times where I'm walking down the hallway and one of my middle school students will see me carrying something and they'll stop and they'll ask me if I want help. Or they'll see me looking sad or tired and they'll stop and they'll ask me if I'm okay. And there's something about a middle school child which we know are the most self-absorbed creatures because <laughs> this is part of their development, recognizing the needs of someone else or showing empathy to someone else that always blows my mind. It just, it's such a beautiful moment. <laughs> and I'm grateful to God that he uses middle school students in my life to remind me of what his expectations are of us. God expects us to be a blessing to one another. He expects us to help one another and to build one another up. Which means by nature that Satan is really, really, really focused on tearing us apart and creating division. And so when we read Paul's letter to the Philippians in chapter two, verse four, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. It's such a great reminder that we are not called by God to just look out for ourselves. We are called by God to look after and to care for one another, to provide for one another, to meet one another's needs as best as we can. And I'm grateful that we have a God who wants us to be a blessing to each other, who wants us to be in relationship with one another. Remember, Jesus said the greatest commandment was to love God first and then to love one another. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I love that the God that we serve is a God of love and that his focus is on helping us to help one another. I just think that's such a beautiful reminder of how to make the world a better place. So as we go through these headline cycles of such doom and gloom that are so overwhelming and so debilitating, I pray that we can live our holiest hot mess lives focused on the opportunities that we have to be a blessing to others. That we don't have to just focus on what we need, but we can focus on how to bless others. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, help us to fix our eyes, not just on what we need, but on the needs of others, Lord God. 
Help us to look for opportunities to be a blessing to someone else, that we can share that loved and cared for feeling with others, Lord God, because when we feel loved and cared for, we are more inspired to want to love and care for others. Lord, we thank you and we praise you that you are a God of love and that you desire for us to love you and to love others so that they might see your love through us. Have your way in Jesus' precious name. Amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless.